Salutations, listeners. You are listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast, and I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And it is our mission here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and the majesty of jazz music. In this episode, we are going to be starting uh, part one of three on a very special spotlight on, I wanted to say an American national treasure, but the truth of the matter is, is that he is a global musical treasure. And that is none other than guitarist Bill Frizzell. Now, it's hard to put Bill Frizzell in a box, but you just know Bill Frizzell the minute you hear him. He's got an identifiable style, tone, and he has worked with quite an assortment of who's who in the music world. He's been on pop albums, and he's been on R&B albums, he's been on avant-garde albums, but we are going to be spotlighting three different phases or faces of Bill Frizzell's musical personality in jazz and some of its major players. So sit back, relax, and if you already know Bill Frizzell's music, then just enjoy the walk down memory lane. And if you're new to Bill Frizzell's music, then hopefully you'll find something in this three-part spotlight on Bill Frizzell. Now, I will say that we have had a lot of ideas for new shows, so if you have written me, please be patient. Bill Frizzell is only one of a many different shows on jazz bass, Bobby Hutcherson, uh, Digestible Free Jazz, The Village Vanguard, Electric Donald Byrd, Oscar Pettiford, Bill Evans, a jazz dance party, Lee Konitz, and Fats Waller. So we plan on getting to all these, so just stick with us. But right now, we are going to take them as they come, and here is our spotlight Part one on guitarist Bill Brazil. Enjoy.
Bobacar by Bill Frizzell off of his album The Intercontinentals. That's a really great album, by the way. Uh, before that, we heard the title track, Blues Dream, from Bill Frizzell's album Blues Dream. And that is one of my absolute favorite Bill Frizzell tracks. And then we started off the first set there with a tune called Big Shoe off of his album Good Dog, Happy Man. And it's just, it's groovalicious, you know. Um, And in case you're wondering, we are going actually alphabetical from the selections that I've chosen because I think more than anything, rather than going chronologically, if you just sparse it out, then you really get to hear a broader view um, of Bill Frizzell. And that's who we're spotlighting on this edition of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. This is part one of three. And uh, here's a little background on guitarist Bill Frizzell. Bill Frizzell is an American guitarist, composer, and arranger. He's one of the leading guitarists in jazz since the late 1980s. Frizzell came to prominence as a stalwart for ECM Records. He went on to work in a variety of contexts, notably as a member of the New York City downtown scene, where he formed a long partnership with composer John Zorn. He was also a longtime member of Paul Motion's groups from the early 1980s until Motion's death in 2011. Since 2000, Frizzell's eclectic output as a band leader has emphasized folk, country music, and Americana. Frizzell was born in Baltimore, Maryland, but spent most of his youth in the Denver, Colorado area. He actually studied clarinet first with Richard Joyner of the Denver Symphony Orchestra as a, as when he was younger, and he graduated from Denver East High School, went on to the University of Northern Colorado, to study music. His original guitar teacher in the Denver Aurora metro area was Dale Bruning, with whom Bill Frizzell re- released the 2000 duo album Reunion. After graduating from Northern Colorado, where he studied with Johnny Smith, Frizzell went to the Berklee College of Music in Boston, where he studied with John Damien and Jim Hall. So, that being said, you can definitely hear um, a country sound, a country twang in Bill Frizzell's guitar playing, but that's truly just his voice on the guitar. He's actually a real jazz musician with a lot of atmospheric and jazz sensibilities within his playing and improvising. But there's a touch of that country and western to it and some call it Americana that's fine I also seem to think but whenever I hear Bill Frizzell that there's just as much what I like to call film noir sensibility to his sound as much as there is that country or Americana twang to his sound so it's kind of like you know this 50-50 Split, but it's only a 50 50 split. Almost, if you equate instrumentalists and their tone to someone's accent and the way that they speak, 
Bill Frizzell's accent would be um, a cross combination, 50% of those film noir, you know, voices that you hear like, yeah, I, I knew the minute she walked in, I knew what was on her mind. And it gave me that feeling where I smoked a pack of cigarettes and forgot to blow out the smoke. You know, that kind of sort of thing, right? That kind of pulp novel, um, pulp fiction, you know, take or give the term. But 50% that and 50% like a twang, you know, like a, a southern drawl or, you know, that sort of thing. So... Yeah, and I mean, it, it's an interesting thing, but even though that's his quote-unquote accent for his instrument, he his sensibilities in writing and, and, and playing are definitely of a jazz musician. So that's what's so cool about Bill Frizzell is that it's this weird blender of sounds. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about Bill Frizzell's background and some uh, stories about Bill. But... Um, we're going to pepper them in, in between the sets, so to speak. Um, but we got three more really good ones coming up for you to this set. So enough talking. Let's get to some music. You are listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Thank you. 
right. So that track is called Family. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's just gorgeous. And it comes off of Bill Frizzell's album, Nashville. Before that, we heard uh, one of my favorite duo settings of Bill Frizzell. And that's with him on the guitar and Thomas Morgan on the bass. Recorded live at the Village Vanguard in New York 2016. We heard the Thelonious Monk composition, Epistrophe, from their album, Epistrophe, live at the Village Vanguard. And when Bill Frizzell plays a standard by somebody like Monk or somebody like that, it, it never sounds like anybody but Bill Frizzell. And I think that's one of the true hallmarks of what a original artist Bill Frizzell is. And it's not easy to do that, folks. It really is not. So, you know, let's give credit where credit is due to Bill Frizzell for being such an original artist with an original voice and perspective on whatever he tackles, whether it's his own written music or if it's the music of Thelonious Monk, like we heard in the middle part of that set there. And then we opened up the set with a tune called Bullfighting. And it's from the album Music for the Films of Buster Keaton, Go West. And there are two albums, I believe, that Bill Frizzell did for the music, uh, contributing music to the films of Buster Keaton. And if you're curious, yes, that same Buster Keaton, the silent film star that rivaled Charlie Chaplin that way back in the day. And it's pretty cool that, you know, he contributed music for that because I know that Dave Douglas... Um, and his Keystone group did some music for some of Fatty Arbuckle's silent films. And that's that's pretty cool how that trend keeps happening, you know. And, yeah, and it gives a lot more attention to those silent film stars like Charlie Chaplin and um, Fatty Arbuckle and Buster Keaton, etc. You know, so kudos. And it's really cool music. So even if you really don't like silent films, you can at least appreciate the music. And that's a different side to Bill Frizzell. Um, I wanted to give you a little bit more background on guitarist Bill Frizzell. Um, Frizzell's major break came when guitarist Pat Metheny was unable to make a recording session and recommended Bill Frizzell to drummer Paul Motion, who was recording an album entitled Psalm, in 1982 for ECM Records. Frizzell became ECM's in-house guitar player and worked on several albums, most notably Jan Garbarek's 1982 album Paths Prince. And Bill Frizzell's first solo release was an album entitled In Line, which featured solo guitar as well as duets with the bassist Errol Anderson. So, if you're not familiar with Errol Anderson, he is a fantastic um, bass player that has been featured all throughout ECM's catalog. Uh, within the 1980s, Bill Frizzell organized a regular working group in the mid-80s consisting of bassist Kermit Driscoll, drummer Joey Barron, and cellist Hank Roberts. 
which was later reduced, reduced to a trio when Hank Roberts left the group. For studio projects, this group was regularly joined by other musicians. So, um, yeah, just a lot of cool little stuff. You know, getting helping you to uh, get to know not only Bill Frizzell, the musician, but his history, his background, and, of course, his music, which is what we're doing here on part one of three for the spotlight of guitarist Bill Frizzell. Remember, you are listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. You can find the Dr. Jazz Podcast and share this info with your friends because we are on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and on SoundCloud. So feel free to write a review if you like what you hear. And feel free to reach out to us. Like I said, we have a lot of requests for shows right now. But if you have an idea for a show, we will gladly take it and um, add it to the ever-growing list. So that way we can provide you with content that you would find informative and helpful and enjoyable. You can also check out all of these tracks that you're hearing and know what albums they come from so you don't have to write everything down. We've already done all that work for you. Just visit the Dr. Jazz website. And that website is Dr. Jazz Podcast. D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast dot WordPress dot com. And you can also find us on Twitter with the handle at N-D-H Jazz. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for all the folks who's written and followed us and, um, sent lots of great suggestions for shows. We will get to it, I promise. So, that being said, enough talk. Let's get to some more music of Bill Frizzell.
it should have happened a long time ago. Is the name of that last track and of the album by one of the most stellar and empathetic trios in all of recorded jazz. (sighs) I just love that track. And it's so hauntingly beautiful. It features, of course, Bill Frizzell on the guitar, Paul Motion on the drums, and the incomparable Joe Lovano on tenor saxophone. Just gorgeous empathy. Mm, mm, mm. And that is courtesy of ECM Records, which is what we talked about previously uh, before this last set began. Before that, we heard this. We heard um, "I Am Not a Farmer" from the 2009 album "Dis Farmer," which is on the Nunsuch label, and it features Bill Frizzell on guitars, Greg Lease on steel guitars and mandolin, Jenny Scheinman on the violin, and Victor Kraus on the bass. Now, um, this album is from a soundtrack about the uh, the photographer Mike Disfarmer. And a lot of people say that, you know, the players are all excellent, but nobody really stands out that this should be really considered a soundtrack more than an actual album. But it, it draws you into the sound. You know, there's definitely some uh, folk elements, some country and western uh, sounding things, Americana. But then there's also that weird little bit, that weird hint of there's something else there, more than meets the eye sort of thing, you know. And uh, I think that really captures Bill Frizzell in a nutshell, to be honest with you. Um, it, and as I said, this whole thing is about a, um, film about the retrospective of photographs that were found by Mike Disfarmer. And Mike Disfarmer was an American photographer from Arkansas, rural Arkansas, that, um, he he lived from 1884 to 1959 and um yeah it, it's just it's one of those things his photographs are said to by some to capture the essence of a particular community and a particular time with piercing solemnity and touching simplicity and he had a very reclusive lifestyles um that left a lot of things you know uncertain or obscure about his whole life and these photos were were found you know many 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 years later so um it's very interesting you know if you haven't seen the um the the movie about this farmer i would um i would highly highly urge you to see it if you're into that sort of thing so it's pretty cool um but yeah, I couldn't think of anybody better than Bill Frizzell to actually capture that sound for that kind of subject matter. And that's what makes him so grand, 
you know. Um, before that, we heard the track 50 Years, which comes from his newest album on Blue Note Records, Harmony. And Harmony features Petra Hayden. And if you're not quite sure who Petra Hayden is, she is the, well, first of all, let me say this, she is definitively an artist in her own right. She is quite a sought-after vocalist who has worked with many, many folks and, and on her own accord in her own name as well. She uh, had albums like Petra Hayden, you know, Sales Out, and it's kind of that spoof on The Who and um, for that cover, which is great. And she is... Um, she has worked, of course, with Bill Frizzell a couple of times in the past, and she's even worked with guitarist Julian Lodge and John Zorn, and some from the National Sawdust, you know, concerts, and brilliantly performed. So, uh, she's also performed with her siblings in the Hayden Family Band, because she, of course, is the daughter of jazz bass great legend Charlie Hayden. And if you've checked out Charlie Hayden's album, Ramblin' Boy, um, it features Petra and all of her siblings in that as well. So, and God, it's just, she's got a beautiful voice that works just so well with Bill Frizzell's guitar. And I'm so glad that they've uh, collaborated again on this album entitled Harmony for Blue Note Records. Highly, highly suggested. So, a um, little bit more info on Bill Frizzell. So in 1988, uh, Bill Frizzell left New York City and moved to Seattle, Washington. In the early 1990s, Bill Frizzell made two of his best-reviewed albums, Have a Little Faith, which is an ambitious survey of Americana from all stripes, from Charles Ives and Aaron Copeland to John Hyatt, Bob Dylan, and Madonna. Uh, and his second album was uh, that he made during this time was called This Land, a complimentary set of originals. During this time, he performed with many musicians, including up-and-coming performers such as Douglas September on the album Ten Bulls. And this is also when he branched out by performing soundtracks to silent films, like we heard in the last set, by Buster Keaton with his trio. And he also contributed to Ryuichi Sakamoto's album Heartbeat. In the mid-1990s, Bill Brazell disbanded his trio. He continued the trend marked by Have a Little Faith by more explicitly incorporating elements of bluegrass and country music into his music. His friendship with Gary Larson led him to provide music for the TV version of The Far Side. And this was released on his album Quartet, along with music written for Buster Keaton's Convict 13. Since then, in 2000, Bill Frizzell has lived on Bainbridge Island, Washington, near Seattle. Interesting, interesting, interesting. All right, so we'll talk a little bit more in the next set break, but for now, let's get to some more great music on this special spotlight Part one of three on guitarist Bill Frizzell. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. 
All right. <clears throat> so that track is entitled Monroe. And it comes from one of my favorite lineups and one of my favorite Bill Frizzell albums. And that is the trio album of Bill Frizzell on guitar, Paul Motion on drums, and legendary bassist Ron Carter. Oh, man. And that's the name of the album. Is <laughs> It's just Bill Frizzell, Ron Carter, Paul Motion. Ah, it's so good. It's so good. But that, that track... From the very first time I heard that album to this day is still probably my favorite track. And there's a lot of good tracks on that album. But because I think that's the album that's got On the Street Where You Live. And I think there's a Hank Williams song in there. But that that tune is a Bill Frizzell original. And I just love it. So before that, we heard a tune called Mandville. M-A-N-D-E-V-I-L-L-E. Mandville. And... Even though it originally comes from a Paul Motion album, the album Psalm from 1982 that I was talking about beforehand that Pat Metheny recommended Bill Frizzell for, the very first time I heard that was through the ECM Rarum series, which was a fantastic series. It was kind of like a greatest hits, if you will, of so many of their blockbuster jazz artist Pat Metheny had a rarum Jan Garbrick had a rarum uh, Keith Jarrett had a rarum Chick Corea had a rarum Bill Frizzell had a rarum Carla Blay had a rarum Eberhard Weber had a rarum Tomas Stanko so many of the stapled ECM sound artists and I will tell you that I believe it was the very first track in the Bill Frizzell Rarum was Manville. And I was just went, I can remember listening to it going, man, that is so relaxing. That is so nice. Man, I need to check out some more Bill Frizzell. <laughs> and it kind of, that's kind of what snowballed the whole Bill Frizzell effect. So for that, I will give Bill Frizzell credit in just that it was his Rarum album that I heard and it just turned me on to that song and uh, to be honest with you on to that whole portion of Paul Motion's recorded career as well now um, then we started off the set with a tune called Lagrimas Mexicanas which is a du duo album between Bill Frizzell and Vinicius Cantuaria Cantuaria. I'm probably butchering that name and I apologize because I love that song. It's so groovy and it's got that just it's got the that rhythm, man. And it's oh, it's so 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 good. And I mean, that's the thing is that you know you're going to get quality quality music when Bill Frizzell is attached to the project. So mm 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 so, several of Frizzell's songs, because he, he writes an incredible amount of music, uh, including his recording of Over the Rainbow and Kofaro's theme, uh, or was originally composed in 1995 for an Italian movie, La Scuola, which were featured in the movie Finding Forrester 
in 2000. In 1999, Bill Frizzell was commissioned by the Walker Art Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota to compose Blues Dream, which we started off in our first set with that that track. And Blues Dream premiered on November 15, 1999. He later recorded the work for a 2001 release on Nonesuch Records. Also in 1999, he released The Sweetest Punch, which featured a seven-piece jazz ensemble reworking the tunes written and recorded by Elvis Costello and Burt Bacharach on Painted From Memory. Yeah, and between 2003 and 2005, Bill Frizzell acted as a musical director for Century of Song, a series of concerts at the German Rotriniali Arts Festival produced by Lee Townsend. Bill Frizzell invited artists including Ricky Lee Jones, Elvis Costello, Suzanne Vega, Arto Lindsay, Luden Wainwright III, Vic Chestnut, Van Dyke Parks, Buddy Miller, Ron Sexsmith, and Chip Taylor to perform their favorite songs in new arrangements. Mm. So, obviously, a very busy guy. And that reminds me, uh, I know that there is a documentary um, film on Bill Frizzell. It's called Bill Frizzell, A Portrait. I haven't had the chance to see it. I would love to see it. I'm not sure exactly how to get a copy. Amazon says that they are not uh, allowing anybody to purchase this. So, there you go. But I definitely love Bill Frizzell's music and I would love to check out that documentary because I've seen the trailer online and it has many, many kind words from Paul Simon and Bonnie Raitt and Elvis Costello and John Abercrombie. And, yeah. And I just think that... um, yeah, Bill Frizzell is it, man. Like, if you're not hip, hopefully this is getting it's get, it's getting there to make you hip. So, remember, we are the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Um, thank you for listening. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe. Uh, leave a review if you can. And, because uh, we all got a little bit of time here, right? Uh, you can also find the Dr. Jazz Podcast on Stitcher and on SoundCloud. We're also on Twitter at N-D-H Jazz. And feel free to check out our website with all of our albums, tracks that you hear on each episode so you know exactly what to order, buy, or maybe even support your local record store, right? And that website is Dr. Jazz Podcast. D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast dot WordPress dot com. Thank you for listening. Let's get to some more music.
love, 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 love that track. It's called Strange Meeting. And it comes from an album, uh, another great trio album, of Bill Frizzell on guitar, Dave Holland on the bass, and Elvin Jones on the drums. Now, this tune was originally written for... Um, Bill Frizzell's ECM album Rambler which is the tune that we heard right before that we heard the title track Rambler from the ECM album Rambler which is one of Bill Frizzell's earlier albums um, and man just it, it's the, the way that that's written and performed with Dave Holland and Elvin Jones man I mean, it, nothing changed except that it just it came alive a little bit more. And I don't know what it is, but I I love that tune. And it makes me think, and I know it was written previous to this band being together, but it just sounds like it's an outtake or it's a, a like a song that was originally written by Radiohead. Like I could see that that song, Strange Meeting, being written by Radiohead around the um, Kid A, OK Computer kind of era, <laughs> you know, and it's just it's that creepy kind of floating, haunting melody sort of thing, you know. In fact, I'd love for Tom York to put words to "Strange Meeting" by Bill Frizzell. Record that, Radiohead. Do a whole album of Bill Frizzell. I'd buy that. Who wouldn't? <laughs> oh man. So yeah. So we heard Strange Meeting from Bill Frizzell, Dave Holland, and Elvin Jones. Then we heard Rambler from Bill Frizzell's ECM album, Rambler. And then we started off the set with a tune that you may said, Hey, wait a minute, this sounds familiar. What is this? I've heard this before. You probably have, because it was Once Upon a Time in the West from the movie Once Upon a Time in the West. And that was written by the great Ennio Morricone. Yeah, and for all you Zorn fans out there, yep, you've probably heard that before, either from Ennio Morricone or from John Zorn's Big Gun Down, the whole album that's the music of Morricone through the Zorn filter. So uh, I love Morricone's music. Uh, I was introduced to it through Zorn, but then I went and I decided to delve into that kind of music, and man, all of it, the original sounds so good. Man, Duck You Sucker, and Kime, and uh, Fistful of Dollars, and Once Upon a Time in the West, and oh man, all that stuff is so, 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 so good. Ennio Marconi, man. Mm, mm, mm. So melodic. And in the hands of somebody like Bill Frizzell, with a Melody as expressive as Once Upon a Time in the West. Whew, that's good stuff. And of course, that, that song is featured on the album When You Wish Upon a Star on the revamped OK Records. That's O-K-E-H. Yeah. So, great, great stuff there. All right, we've got two more great sets of music coming at you. So, don't go anywhere. You are listening to part one of three special spotlight on guitar giant Bill Frizzell here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
Nice. So that was Tell Your Ma, Tell Your Pa. And it's just got that looming, haunting kind of quality to it. And it's from the album Ghost Town. And then before that, we heard Subconsciously, written by the late, great Lee Konitz. And I love hearing Bill Frizzell play that song because it has, it gives it just a lot of depth and meaning. And I think that Lee would be proud. <sighs> Man, I miss Lee. And, um, yeah, so, and once again, that comes from the wonderful empathetic duo between Bill Frizzell on guitar and Thomas Morgan on the bass. And it comes from the album Small Town which was recorded live at the Village Vanguard as well. You can find that and the Epistrophe album, both uh, in the duo format between Bill Frizzell, Thomas Morgan, on the ECM label. So, uh, And then we started off the set with String Bean, and that is one of the tracks from Bill Frizzell's album Unspeakable. And uh, to tell you a little bit more about that, uh, in 2003, Bill Frizzell's album, The Intercontinentals, was nominated for a Grammy. And he actually won a Grammy in 2005 for Best Contemporary Jazz Album for the album Unspeakable, which is where that first track from this last set came from, String Bean. Uh, his 2008 album, History Mystery, was nominated for a 2009 Grammy for Best Jazz Instrumental Album, Individual, or Group. Uh, Bill Frizzell was also a judge for the 6th Annual Independent Music Awards to support independent artists' careers. He's also um, gotten together and united with Matt Chamberlain, Tucker Martin, and Lee Townsend in a band called Floratone, to which they had an album in 2007 on Blue Note. Uh, they have guest performances from Victor Krauss, Ron Miles, and Ivan Kang. Um, in 2011, Bill Frizzell, Lee Townsend, and their frequent collaborator, Vinicius Cantauria, who we heard Bill do a duet with on the Lagrimas, Lagrimas Mexicanas earlier on in this podcast, they participated in a TED Talk um, Teaching Compassion in Oakland, California. Frizzell and Cantaria performed separately, and Townsend assisted with the technical aspects of the event. And then in 2017, Bill Frizzell received an honorary doctorate of music from his alma mater, the Berkeley College of Music. Pretty cool stuff. So, yeah. Hopefully you're finding out some interesting tidbits like this that we're sharing with you, and you're digging some of the music here on this first part of a spotlight of three parts on guitarist Bill Frizzell here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast. And remember, you can find all episodes of the Dr. Jazz Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. If you're on SoundCloud, Feel free to write a little note on the track there. I can check it out. Um, or just click the like. We appreciate all that. Um, you can also check out our website for all tracks and albums so you know exactly what albums these tracks are coming from. 
You don't have to write stuff down. We've already done all that work for you, including album art. So that way you can support these artists and their music like no other time right now that they need all the help that they can get uh, by going to your local record store or ordering it and supporting these artists. And that website for you to check out all the info is Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast dot WordPress dot com. You can also find the Dr. Jazz Podcast on Twitter with the handle at N-D-H-Jazz. All right, I look forward to hearing from some of you. Thank you for all of you who's written so far. We do love feedback and ideas for shows. Um, we got an, one more set of music, and um, yeah, hopefully you're digging it. Keep listening. You are listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
Nice, nice, nice. So we started off that set with a tune entitled Throughout. And that comes from Bill Frizzell's very first solo album on ECM Records, In Line. And it's just, it, that's a gorgeous album. That's one of my favorite tracks from Bill Frizzell, Throughout. If you haven't checked out his solo album, In Line, on ECM, I highly, highly recommend it. After that, we heard Bill Frizzell doing one of the greatest things that a jazz musician can do. He is taking a full scope of Americana. We alluded to that in earlier in the podcast, and we heard Bill Frizzell take on the great John Philip Sousa with the Washington Post March, which I just think is fantastic. And that, that comes from his album, Have a Little Faith in Me. And, ah, oh, that's just, it's a gorgeous full-scoped album, you know. And then we ended with an uplifting note because that's what we're here to do. We're here to cure whatever ails you through the power and majesty of jazz music here. So we ended with Look Out for Hope from Bill Frizzell's album Look Out for Hope. So hopefully all y'all out there will look out for some hope because we certainly need it in these times. And... Oh, it's just, yeah, Bill Frizzell. He's like America. (laughs) One minute you think you've got him pegged into this corner, and then he'll change directions on you. He's a multifaceted genius and and a great, great artist. So make sure that, you know, you stick around for parts two and part three of our very, very special spotlight on the global musical treasure in Bill Frizzell. I also would like to dedicate this three-part spotlight series to a good friend of mine who is a huge, huge Bill Frizzell fanatic. (laughs) And that is my patron saint of funk and one of my very good friends, Mr. Pat Patton. So hopefully you're listening to this, buddy, and you are digging every last minute of it. So, yeah, I'd like to dedicate this three-part spotlight to him. Um, Yeah, so remember, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, and on SoundCloud. And if you're not hip with the multifaceted Bill Frizzell, then hopefully you will be after this three-part spotlight, or at least find something that you dig, okay? Because we're all here to help each other out and help you pass the time while we stay at home safe together, because we're all in this together, okay? So we do love you madly. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, y'all be good now, because in jazz... We trust.